It's Advent, my friends, and you have tuned in for another installment of the Pastors of Pain. I'm Father Brian O'Brien, pastor of St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church, here in glorious, wonderful, slightly chilly, always windy, Stillwater, Oklahoma. I'm joined, and that's, by the way, is in Payne County. Really? Oklahoma. P-A-Y-N-E, not P-A-I-N. E? P-A-I-N-E? That's not pa- a word. Oh, that's pa- pa- Penne. And I'm joined by my co-host, housemate, brother priest, yeah. fellow pilgrim on mm-hmm. the journey of life. A year younger than you still. Uh, still only 42 years old, and I am now 43. I'm less than a month away from being 43. I can't wait. How does it turn out? Are we going to do a show? We should do a show how? just about on, just on your birthday. How? Well, it's January 2nd, the Feast of... Uh, Whose so, Tuesday is that? Yeah. Uh, uh, Cyril Metho- not Cyril Methodius. That's February 14th. Uh, Gre- uh, Gregory of Nazianza, oh, nice. Basil the Great. Yeah. And and the abbot of the world for the Benedictine monks, Abbot Gregory. Yeah. And Therese of Lazy's birthday. Really? You and Therese have yeah, the same Father birthday? Yeah, Father Kerry pastor of St. John Catholic Student That's Center, and Therese of Lazy. Well, it is, um, it is Advent. Mm-hmm. Here in Stillwater, and indeed around the world, and Kylie Gallegos. I think she has a. Is that her birthday? No, 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 no. Uh, one of the Smith girls, Cece. Okay, well that's Cece Smith. Know. I okay. think she has the same Shout birthday out. as me. Shout out, Cece Smith. All right, good work. Um, it is uh, now the second Sunday of Advent. Yeah. Uh, how's your Advent going? My Advent. So I, you know, I took. It, I'm taking it. I'm taking it serious. And they get it what does that look like? What does a serious <laughs> Advent look like? That means I, I'm trying to do uh, and stick with the uh, the Byzantine uh, Nativity fast this year. Oh, we talked about that last time. Yeah, we talked about it see, last week. See uh, RE a previous episode. Uh huh. Or just you know Google some stuff about the Nativity fast or the Christmas Lent. So I'm just trying to stick to that. Yeah. And trying to stay away from different things of you know social media, watching movies, uh, YouTube, and just uh, you know like looking at the shiny stuff over this world right now. I, I really just... You're trying to lock in on the Lord. Yeah, I'm trying to get ready. Let's make t-shirts. Yeah. Advent 2018. Locking lock in, in on, on the, the Lord. Lord. <laughs> 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 oh gosh, that's awesome. It could have like a little... Uh, oh, no. No. Well, a bullseye? Bullseye on yeah. Advent? Okay. All right. Well, we could talk about that maybe yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a good Advent. How's yours? Uh, I love Advent. I love Advent. I love Advent. What Best part? Don't say the ginger snaps because I'll kick you. I don't like ginger snaps. Please. I have standards. Um, Wait, what about icing covered donuts? Is that Uh, a standard? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So uh, if you didn't didn't listen to the last episode, number one, what's wrong with you? Number two, (laughs) we at St. Francis Xavier, purple donuts. You know what? I'm going to call Red Rock and get some. Okay. I mean, except for the fact that this is my last Sunday. Do you guys have donuts after mass? Yeah, we do. We have oh. coffee and donuts from Red Rock. Uh, yeah, oh. Red Rock, love okay. it. Okay, uh, they're we're their best customer. That's a lie. I mean, I I, I think among the churches. Uh, I'm gonna. Wow. I think so. I think that's true. I need. I met the donuts. owner. He told me that. Oh, okay. Well, he's he shouldn't be a liar then. Exactly. Okay. Um. Yeah, so, so anyway, we my, have purple this, donuts, and it's awesome. This is my last Sunday of Advent. Like I'm, I'm done. Like next Sunday, students graduate. I know three students. Count them: one, two, three students graduating. Like this coming. And then weekend, what are you? Then you're gonna. And then you're gonna go on retreat. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. 
uh, on a my, myself and Father Gail Hammerschmidt are going on retreat. We're doing our annual retreat. I think I'm together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we're, we always go someplace. Tell us where you're going so we can all come and visit you. I. What, okay, you ready? So we can call you, knock on your door. Oslo, Norway. Oh, great. Yeah, we've got an igloo great. rented, and yeah. we're just going... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we do not have an igloo, and I'm not going... But he's not telling us but where Hed- he's going. I have a priest buddy. Henry I know Zaman. where he's going. If you want, to, if you really want to know, just ask me, but don't tell him. Okay. If they show up. Call me. <laughs> no, so we're going to go on retreat. Uh, and Dr. Anthony Lillis, who was our vice rector in seminary at St. John Vianney, is helping us with this retreat. So he's got a book. Uh, um, I forget the name of it. It's I can see it on my shelf. I got two copies of it, and it's uh, you know just meditations on the spiritual life and prayer. And so we're going to take this thing and we're going to create a, a chapel in this house that we're using on this ranch in Texas. Oh, and, you just told us. Ah, Everyone, a- find a ranch in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> find a ranch. It's going to be great. I just love taking it off. So uh, it is Advent and. That brings with it what we hope is a fair amount of peace mm-hmm. and joy. Yep. As we, we talked about last week, uh, as you're hearing in the readings at, at Mass during the week and on Sundays, it's a we're in a spirit of preparation for the coming of Christ. How is Christ going to come? He's going to come in his birth as a child. But also, there's a second fold coming, and that is uh, Christ's arrival at the end of time. Yeah. And that's something else to prepare for. So thinking about our own death, mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of, people get people kind of freak out about that. Like, why do you guys, you Catholics, you know, you think about death all the time. And the answer is that's correct. We do. Yeah. We do. Um, and that's not a bad thing um, because everyone's going to die. Right. We're all going to die someday. What was that great hymn? I, it's a hymn. It's a song I never hear during the season of Advent or Welcome Christmas. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> You're going to die. <laughs> Woo. Is it that uh, one? It's uh, it's not that one, but try again. Oh. Try again. Try try another one. Uh, that's all I got. I mean, songs about death? Uh, yeah, know. sure. Why not? You got another one? Uh, wow, you're uh, limited. I just haven't, I don't know, I thought songs about death? They no, don't. Maranatha. Oh. Maranatha. There's a good Matt Marr song called Maranatha. Is there? It's yeah. Lord, Come Lord Jesus, get yeah. here. Let's yeah. return, please. Come on back. And that's come the hymn. Come thou long expecting Jesus. Yeah, that's the the great hymn of Advent is, is Maranatha. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. Ooh, the O Antiphons. Right? Yeah. Have oh, you ever, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. Did you guys do the O Antiphons at St. Meinrad? We did, yeah. Yeah. They are awesome. I think everybody should get to know the O Antiphons. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the rock band we had in seminary called the Rated O Antiphons. <laughs> The, That's hilarious. The rated O is like this is explicit. You shouldn't watch this in the in the Bishop's Guide to Movies and oh, stuff. That's like. right. The rated O Anavons. It was that's brilliant. a lot of inside jokes there. That is the rated O. Anavons. You had to be aware of both the O Anavons and that the U.S. bishops uh, rate movies. Yes, that's the rated O Anavons. Really hilarious. Okay, so Advent. It's awesome. Can I read this? Uh, you uh, you have this book that I yeah, stole from you. Why are you stealing my books? It's called Advent and Christmas. Wisdom from Pope Kerry the First. Diddle-loo, diddle-loo. Anti-Pope. Oh, oh, sorry. Speaking says, of the end of time, <laughs> the anti-pope. you would be, if you were Pope, the end times would come. 
As soon as you were elected, the world would end. Jesus would return and say, I cannot take this. Whoa. What did we you are, say that one time? We when are I was, not doing it this way. Remember that when we were standing in the hallway of Bishop Kelly, when we were working together, when we liked each other? And maybe you didn't like me when you said these words. And I was standing there in the hallway, and these kids come up, and you're standing there next to me, we were chatting. And this this uh, girl says, hello, Brian. Uh, why isn't Father Walk College the president of Bishop Kelly? And I think oh, you're- I remember- what did you say? I said because we don't want the school to burn down. And they were all like, that, yeah, that's oh, a- good point. Okay, have, <laughs> and a good, then they walked, have a good day. And they walked away. Okay. So anyway, I all right. Was, so you're reading. You're, you're. What are you quoting? You're quoting John Paul II. I'm quoting John Paul II. John Paul II. He Novo, Novo Millennio Inuite. Uh, it's not right. At the beginning of the millennium, fifteen. So he wrote this. Yeah, beginning. This is, in, this is line fifteen. Two thousand. Yeah. Line 15, January 6, 2001. And it's and in the in this book, it's called Being versus Doing. It's actually day 20. I skipped ahead a little bit. It says, now, ours is a time of continual movement, which often leads us to restlessness with the risk. I love that word risk. With the risk of doing, he quotes, for the sake of doing. Doing for the sake of doing. And then he goes on to say, we must resist this temptation by trying to be, quote, to be, before trying, quote, to do. Ooh, are you a human being or a human doing? Yeah. It says, in this regard, we should recall how Jesus reproved Martha. You are anxious and troubled about many things. One thing is needful. And that's the the line from the Gospel of Luke. So if you if you need something like you're, you know, we're in this Advent season and you're waiting for the Lord to, to arrive and maybe you're like you're, you're you're restless and you're just like you're in the risk of of doing rather than being, and, and you know like you know maybe it's like wow I've really hit some speed bumps I've hit some big potholes I'm not waiting for the arrival of the Lord pick this little book up pick this little book yeah, up yeah Ligori uh, pu- look from Ligori Publications uh, yeah Cruz. John V. Cruz, compiled by John V. Cruz, John Paul II's uh, Advent and Christmas Wisdom. There's one by Fulton Sheen, too. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. Pope Benedict on the, on, uh, the infant, infancy narratives of Jesus. Oh. And the book is called yeah. Jesus of Nazareth. It's a yeah. multi-parter. Uh, yeah, so I think it, they, just that idea of that we, 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 say, we tend to define ourselves by our by our actions as opposed to just who we are as beloved sons and daughters of Jesus Christ. Um, you see this a lot. Like I saw it, it was like a, it was meant to be like a pro-life advertisement. And it oh, was yeah. like, you know, we've, there's been, you know, 50 million abortions since Roe versus Wade in 1973. Right. And we've, you know, we probably have killed a, a, um, you know, a future president or the person who could have cured cancer and, and I get that, and those, are, and that's a, it's a, that's a neat argument. But okay, let's say a child comes along. Like, if 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 we knew they were going to cure cancer, then we would save them. But if they, you know, they were just going to be a average Joe, no. But the person who cures cancer, as awesome as they are, and a person who. Drives a tow truck or cleans. Uh, yeah, I mean, or you and me, or is laying in a hospital bed, right. sick, equal. Equal dignity, equal value in the eyes of the Lord. Yeah, and so that's where we we define ourselves, and I think, and that's where, 
Advent and the consumerism of Christmas kind of are are pushing against each other. There's a little bit of a, a you know, they call it like the war on Christmas, like that people say happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas, right? And fine, you can have that argument, ho- ho- whatever. Ho- that means holy days, right? Um, well, it does, but what people are trying to not offend. Oh, and they're still using... There's no holidays. other word. Right. It's like, ha- Merry Christmas or happy holidays. Oh. And holidays Have a good is, winter break. Like, they oh, think boy. like... Adios to to God. Yeah, to God. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> but that that consumer mentality of Christmas pushing up against Advent, which is saying, right. "Slow down, people." Yeah, exactly. Your dignity, See? your dignity is not in what you have or what you do. Your dignity is in who you are. Yeah, and that's where we get into all these kind of identity politics, and and that's a, you know, a whole another topic. But you know that people kind of define themselves by who they are, who they're attracted to, uh, what their jobs are. And when we pull all of that back, I mean, our identity is beloved sons and daughters of the Most High God. That's who we are. Yeah. And so hopefully my hope for all of you, I mean, I know this is what we, you and I have talked about a lot, you know, it's like that Advent is a time of not of, not of speeding up, but of slowing down. Right. Not of creating more uh, sort of noise and and busyness, but of but of pulling less. Yeah. So we had talked. We're having this wi- uh, women's retreat, uh, the fourteenth and fifteenth and sixteenth. Oh yeah, sure. And there was a little bit of talk among the group of like, oh my gosh, it's such a busy time. Like, why don't we do it some other time? And my argument, and ultimately, I mean, this is what we're doing, is like, no, let's do it. Let's do it now. Right. Because let's do it at at a quote unquote busy time. Because as yeah, I, I think many saints have said it over the years. You know, if you're too busy to pray, you're too busy. Like, right. what a perfect time to slow down. Ten days before Christmas, uh-huh. take some time for yourself, ladies. Come to this retreat. It's gonna be awesome. Beautiful. Yeah, the, the, you know, students are gonna be coming to the end of uh, the semester. Are they freaking out? <laughs> <laughs> what do? Yeah. So a lot, I think a lot of maybe I know a lot of people listening are in college. Uh, for those of us who maybe college is uh, five, ten, twenty, right. fifty years removed, what what is what happens? What's going to happen this week? If you ever seen one, remember back in the nineties, uh, eighties, and nineties when those um, the, that like glass ball with the metal rod that you would like touch the side of it and like oh, lightning yeah. would shoot out. Yeah. I, I think if you looked inside of a college student's head, there would be like laser lights going. <laughs> against- <laughs> Or or what was that where it would make your hair stand up? Was that the same thing? Where oh, you yeah. like put your like head on it? Static electricity. Yeah. yeah. And so that's so externally they they seem to look fine when you're like so I had to start using this this phrase now. Like, hey, how's your day going? Oh, good. Okay, good. Let me give you four options. Good, incredible. Good, pretty excellent. Good, mediocre, or good, tragically miserable. <laughs> and a student went tragically miserable. So like, they said good, yeah, but they didn't mean good. They were just <laughs> they making, didn't mean good. making they, small talk. Yeah, they meant tragically miserable. So there's, a, so I mean, it's a, it's a for definitely for college students here in Stillwater at Oklahoma State, um, it's a high stress time, um, and right. in many in many respects, they're preparing for final exams. Right. Some of them are getting ready to graduate. There's yeah. a there's a big December getting graduation. Married. Here. Some people Lexi. are, yeah. I mean, are are getting ready to receive, you know, receive a major sacrament. Some people are leaving. Yeah. I mean, they're moving. They're moving. Uh-huh. They're going home. Uh, I think for a lot of, of college students, I remember this being a little bit of a stressor when I was in college. Like, 
the idea of like, I love college. I love my friends. I love my yeah. classes. I love, uh-huh, I was in Boston, uh-huh. Massachusetts. Like I love the city. Boston. Um, and then it's like, oh, but I, now I'm going to go home for a month. And I love my family and I love Houston, Texas. But like I was in a, I was in a mode of yeah. like, I want to meet people. I want to study. I want to read. I want to. You're in a group. And then suddenly that comes. To a screeching And then you're kind of back to where you you know where you sleeping were sleeping on your parents couch yeah yeah and you get back into kind of some yeah you get back into some of those kind of some of those Th- old that habits is, so that's i mean we could maybe give people some tips and th- stuff that is an later, awkward but. moment when you uh because i you know I, I would uh be off somewhere in the world and then come back home to visit my parents and i'm, I'm like sleeping on my parents couch yeah i'm like this is weird yeah. so i would I would sleep over at other people's houses and it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be like I'd stay over at Steve Curtin's house and sleep on their floor. So I think it's, so it's high stress for college students. And then I think in in my world, in the, in the parish, uh, I think there is a lot of stress Uh, and the holidays um, bring out a lot of emotions, you know, especially if you've lost, if you've lost a loved one recently Uh uh, or however long. I mean, that normally this would be a time when, this person is around and they're not, or this was this person's favorite time of year. So that brings about a certain kind of emotion and, and, and some people in stress. And then just that, the busyness of the season. I got to move. I got to, I got to buy. I got to, um, so what, I guess let's help people. What, 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 what do you tell college students who are in high stress mode? And stress is not always bad, no. right? Stress sometimes is, is actually good for us, but it can, it can, it can mess with us too. Yeah. What do you what do you do? I I give them three things. One, don't put things off. Okay? Just don't put things off. Like get them done now. Find the best time of your day and do them. Two, get some extra rest. You know? Ooh, you'd think and they're going the opposite way. And they're going the opposite way. They're going to I'm high stress, pull, I need to sleep less. They're going to pull some they're going to pull some all-nighters. Well, if you if you don't put things off, then you can actually get a little bit of rest and keep the brain fresh for finals. And the third thing is, I would tell them, go to confession before tests. Go to confession. Say more about this. So, uh, there's this uh, prayer from St. Thomas Aquinas for students, and it says right before, <laughs> it's like, it's a, you know, you, Lord, have created everything, the stars and the space and gravity and all that stuff, and it says, Remove from me my double darkness of both ignorance and stupidity. <laughs> double darkness. <laughs> the double darkness of ignorance and stupidity. Sorry, of sinfulness and stupidity. <laughs> so, wow. So the beauty of the sacrament of confession is I, as I, these three things I always tell students. I was like, okay, hey, don't put things off. Okay? And because they, they look and they're like, there's a kid who is studying mechanical engineering and another kid who's studying journalism. And they think... Like the kid who's studying mechanical engineering or the kid who's studying journalism is like, oh, we're basically in the same course load. And this guy's taking, uh, you know, heat transfer and, I don't know, partial differential equations. And this person has to write a big paper and do a bunch of pictures and a video and stuff like that. They're not the same course load. So it's all right to say, you know what? You go do your thing. I'll do my thing. I'll see you when we're done. Do the thing that you're supposed to do and don't put it off. Just get it done. And then sleep. Sleep is so important. You know, uh, what was that? Um, you sent me that article from, it was like the Wall Street Journal, The Economist, and it was called Sleep, the New Status Symbol. Oh, yeah. And, and people, people bragging oh, about yeah. how much. Oh, I've only slept four, four hours in the last four days. 
I just want to punch him in the face. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Well, seriously. Well, I mean, did, I've done that before. I mean, well, I they did. That. They did that research study, and they said the cognitive powers of a person who has slept four hours is the same as a person who's had three beers in an hour. Yeah, you're like it was like you're high. You're, you're, you're drunk. basically high. You're yeah. it, like the gospel a couple of weeks ago said. You're not only are you drowsy, but your mind is dull. Yeah, and so. You're not standing strong and uh, fortified. You're standing wobbly. And what do they say when you're uh, wobbly and you see three objects? Uh, pick the one in the middle. Pick the one in the middle. <laughs> so pick the one in the middle. And so, so I give them those three things. And then the third one is go to confession. Yeah, that's Clean brilliant. Clean out the that's soul. Brilliant. Because uh, you know what we have about the soul is that the, the intellect um, – the intellect, the will, the sense, and the passions are, you know, part of that, 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 contained in that soul. So is the imagination. All of those properties that allow us to bring things in, assimilate them, to think on God, to to allow wisdom to access our mind, and to give wisdom access to our mind. Uh, it's all there. But when it's under the darkness of both ignorance and sin, ah. Uh, you're not ready for it. Yeah, because sin, when you have sin, sin adds to it. I mean, it does. It dulls the senses, dulls the intellect, but it adds to like stress because it, oh, adds, yeah. you know, there's guilt and shame and like, ugh, get rid of that. Separation from God. There's, so, yeah. Like so when to, we can't love other people, when I, like I, um, when I uh, want to booby trap your room and like uh, basically set off, uh, wait, did I say that? Uh, I did. I, when I short sheet your bed, when I <laughs> when I when I pour bleach in your laundry and your black clothes come out, what with I was like, hey, Leopard O'Brien, <laughs> you look like a zebra. I look like the Pope. Yeah. So when I do those things, it's it's not because you know I'm trying to be funny. It's because I hate you. You're sinful. And it's because I'm sinful, and I've got no love in my heart. So I just I have to go, I have to go down to Guthrie and see Father Andy Wickersham and go, go to confession. And go to confession. Yeah. Beautiful. Or he comes up here and we meet at the Harley dealership and hang out and go to confession. When I was home in Houston, I went uh, I went to confession like on a, it was Saturday afternoon, which usually on Saturday afternoons I'm I'm in the confessional, you mm. know. Yeah, yeah. And so I went uh to like a nearby uh nearby town. Yeah. And uh it was great. Well, well let me guess. How did you, let me guess I'm going to give you three options and of how you dressed and you tell me which one's right. Okay. You were in uh Cassock and Saterno. <laughs> no. no, okay, okay. Okay, okay let me guess. That's Let me guess. One. You you were in clerics. Yeah. Uh, you were in uh, uh, black slacks and a black shirt. Or let me guess. Let me guess. You were in uh, khaki pants or some sort of red basketball shorts and like uh, some a t-shirt. I like. I like to get. I get dressed up to go to confession. Really? Oh yeah. I was. I, you, I was and Saturno. No. Oh. I was incognito. But anyway, it was wonderful. It's just wonderful no. as a way to I, I, to get ready for for Advent. Uh, that was like before Advent started, but. Uh, I'll probably go again during oh, okay. Advent. But anyway, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's a great de-stressor um, just to open up, bring the Lord Jesus. When when our sin or our stress meets the risen Christ, our sin and our stress loses. <laughs> yeah. Take that. Our sin and our stress loses. Yeah. So in your world, so a lot of, a lot of college finals stress, and I think the folks at the parish— 
there's a lot of that, just that mentality of getting mm-hmm. ready. Maybe you're having family in. That's a stressor. Maybe there's a lot of shopping to be done. Right. That can be um, a stressor. And, and maybe it's the, the holidays that, the, where there's some sadness there that yeah. you've lost a, a loved one. But to all of that, I think the, the church says, Jesus, Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Maranatha. Jesus. Jesus is the answer. You know, they say Jesus is the reason for the season, right? And then that all yeah. rhymes, and that's funny, and all that. It makes for a good bumper sticker. Uh-huh. But yeah, like, sure Jesus does. is the answer. Yeah. He's the answer to our loneliness. He's the answer to that stress. Um, so come, Lord Jesus. Get here now. Yeah. Show up. Oh, come Please. now long expecting Jesus. Come. You know, we say when we pray like the Liturgy of the Hours, uh, at the beginning of the, the beginning of Liturgy of the Hours, you say, God, come to my assistance. Uh-huh. And then you say, Oh, Lord, make haste to help me. Lord, make haste to help me. Oh, okay. And we don't use that word a lot. But it's also, if you look in the scriptures, like when Mary uh, Mary oh, and, and Elizabeth, yes. like how does how does she go? How does Mary go? She goes on a on a on a, haste, bird, on a bird. In haste. Oh. Right? To, yes. She goes to the hill she country goes of quickly. Judea. There's a there's a there's a sense of urgency to it. Uh, and so that's where, I mean, even like, even in not like not procrastinating, yeah. like give, okay, give the, whatever this task is, even though you don't want to do it. I know you don't want to write a paper. I know you don't want to study, but like, give it, give it a sense of urgency and pray. And if you, if that's not coming to pray and ask the Lord to give take you, away the darkness, to give you, yes. And give you that sense of, of, of urgency, whatever it may be. You know, that, that part of that prayer is God who has created all the heavens, who's put everything into motion, who's created all of these beautiful things, who is the master of all, who, who has knit you together. It, it's just this, mirac- this marvelously beautiful prayer. And it says, you who have done that, now guide my mind. Yeah. If, guide if God can my do that, mind. God can get you through final exams. And can get you through hanging out with your family during Christmas. Yeah. 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 So I guess my uh my final question uh before we sign off here is Father Kerry, is it is it Christmas yet? Christmas is coming but not yet. It's not Christmas it's yet. Another. It's only the second week of yeah. Advent. We're not even halfway there. Really? Okay, hey, 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 no, I got one question for you. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Which one is it during the season of Advent, Gaudete or Laetare? Gaudete is is Advent. Okay. Laetare is Lent. Okay, I can never remember. So okay, no, no, I, I'm asking the questions here. I was just going to tell hey, people whoa, whoa, for whoa, the, whoa. if you're not if you're not familiar with those terms. Okay. So next weekend, the third week of of Advent is Gaudete. Okay. Which means rejoice. So all the readings, if you look at the readings for the third Sunday of Advent, um, I think it's from I'm coming from memory here now. I think that's Isaiah. Um, hey, hey, quick cut me out. I got a question for you. St. Paul, rejoice in the Lord always. I, I say it again, rejoice. Okay, are you wearing pink? Oh, so sorry. We, I'm sorry. Are you wearing rose? We actually do not have currently. Oh, do you, do you want mine? Do you have one? Because I look like the Pepto-Bizol man. Do you have it? Um, do you have a Dalmatic? I, I do. I do, don't get... You, you do? You want them? Do you want to use them? Okay, because you know what? I'm going to shut come. down and I'm going to be on retreat. I'm going to come and get them right now. Can I come and get them? Are you bilocating like you did in uh, no. Houston last Can week? we go? Okay, yes. Yeah, yes. I was actually thinking of buying some. And we're going to get some new vestments at the parish. 
um, and I haven't done that yet. You can borrow these all you want. Oh. Try these. Take these. Are they for, ugly? Well, you take them for a test drive. I think in my eleven years as a priest, I've never worn them. I think I've probably. I think I've only worn rose on one. Because so, so just for people on the third sin of Advent, you can wear rose, or you can wear purple. But rose is like reddish pink. Most of the parishes where I've been, or I've like uh, in my time at Bishop Kelly, like I used to just cover. Man. I used to just cover, and a lot of places don't have a rose vestment. I want to look like Kool-Aid Man and not Pepto-Bismol Man. And bust through the wall. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> it's the third Sunday of Advent! Oh, yeah! Okay, uh, our listeners have just dropped yeah, off. Okay, that's, a, that's uh, enough. Okay, so uh, high stress. Give, the, give us those three pieces of advice again. Stop procrastinating. D- yeah, don't procrastinate. Uh, get, get some extra get some sleep. sleep. And go to confession. That's beautiful. And so you, each of those, each of those, when you when you uh, don't procrastinate, you don't put things off. When you rest, you imitate Saint Joseph and you think about God while you sleep. <gasps> yes, because God speaks to Joseph in dreams. And third, you clean your soul out and you clean the house, the interior house out, waiting for the Lord to make His home in your stable. Yeah. Would you invite someone over if your house was full of crud? Oh, no, no. There's oh, nowhere no. for oh, them yeah, to no, stay. No. And so clean out the soul and invite the Lord in. Booyah, dude. That's what Advent Put is there, buddy. all about. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, you have. Uh, we've come to the end of another episode. Lord Jesus, get here quick. So keep uh, keep tuning in. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on uh, Pete 94.3 AM 780 here in Stillwater. <coughs> we're on SoundCloud. And if you haven't been to, uh, if you if you don't have any plans for Christmas Mass, come to Stillwater. We would love to have you, Saint Francis Xavier. Would love to have no you Mass here at Saint John's. In Stillwater. May God bless you all. Have a great rest of your Advent. Peace. God, God bless. <laughs>